Hello and welcome to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast. The elements are a metaphor, a simple organizational system to help us understand business and ourselves as business owners. And they are the components of nature, the roots of magic, and the building blocks of life. We all have some aspects of life and business where we thrive and others that are more challenging. By looking at these things elementally, we remove shame and judgment and can discern which elements would help us bring ourselves into balance. Earth, root chakra, Capricorn, Taurus, Virgo. Earth rules the parts of business that keep us safe and secure as we do our soul work. Sustainability, finances, contracts, systems, our core values, and clarity about exactly what our medicine is and how we fit into the ecosystem are governed by Earth element. Air, heart and third eye chakra, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. Air rules our big vision, our ultimate picture of success. It's where we connect our medicine to a mission and decide what kind of impact we want to create during our time on this planet. Water. Sacral Chakra, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. This is the realm of our emotions, and business is emotional. How we feel about people, ourselves, visibility, uncertainty, how we handle stress and disappointment, all of this and more affects how you navigate your business. Water Element is where we learn to resource ourselves and expand our capacity to hold the big feelings that come with doing our work in the world. Fire. Solar plexus chakra, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Fire is where we take our gifts, our uniqueness, and our creations, and we blaze them out into the world. All things selling, marketing, and the day-to-day actions of running our business are ruled by fire. Too much fire and we burn out. Not enough and our business never makes it off the ground. And spirit, crown chakra. Every good gardener knows the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Spirit rules the faith required to keep tending your business long before you've seen a single sprout of evidence that it's growing. No matter what you believe in, spirit element is what you travel through after you leap and before you land. Life thrives when all of the elements are in balance. So do you, and so will your business. To find out your dominant element, take our quiz at intuitiveedgecoaching.com slash quiz. Now let's get into today's episode. I'm your host, Sarah. I'm so happy you're here with us. Today we have the Scorpio season reading for the collective. And um, I'm excited to share it with you. Quick announcement before we go into the cards. I wanted to um, let y'all know if you're watching this on Instagram that um, the... The format of things is changing. I've been sharing around here that I will be leaving Instagram uh, actively in January. So in preparation for that, I'm going to be taking the live streaming of these uh, uh, astrology season reading for the collective uh, over to YouTube. So if you enjoy watching these live when I do them, uh, then please make sure you go subscribe to my YouTube. The link will be in my bio, but also it's just Intuitive Edge Coaching on YouTube. And if you subscribe over there, then you will never miss a live when we do our card readings for the collective. They're just, they're, they're still going to be around. They're just going to be on a different platform. And of course, if you've been listening to them on the podcast, then they will still be on the podcast and you can listen to them that way. So as always, the cards have been prayed over, pre-shuffled. And uh, if you've been around when I've done live readings, I don't pull, I just shuffle and let them jump. So this is what has jumped out for us. And I think it's a really lovely reading for Scorpio season. I also want to just remind us we're in between eclipses. We're in eclipse season. And so there's a lot of big energy going on uh, for a lot of people. And of course, there's a lot of big things happening in the world that are bringing up a lot of big energy for a lot of people. And a lot of the things that are going on in the world uh, as they do, are bringing up big relationship conversations and relationship dynamic things that can be um, really difficult to navigate and heavy on the spirit. And so um, if folks are feeling a lot, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> so we're just going to jump in. It's always the same six prompts in the same order. And I read from the Sacred Rebels Oracle deck. So the first 
position is what's going on right now. And what's going on right now is relax the hold of darkness and be at cause. What does that mean? So here's what this is about. Right now, you're on the verge of the level up. You're on the verge of stepping into some next phase of your life, your development, your destiny, something you've been asking for. You're right on the precipice of it. You're starting it. The opportunities have started coming in. The thing you've been asking for is starting to show up. And now you're like, oh shit, backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. Wait a minute. I Wait, now I have to do it. Like it was one thing to stay where I was and wanted it. But now that it's here, I'm going to have to raise to the level of it. And that can be really scary. And the hold of darkness, darkness is your fear, your doubt, your procrastination, your excuses, your patterns of, you. if you've been around, you know I don't like the word self-sabotage, but you perceive them as self-sabotage. What they are is subconscious self-protection. And what you're protecting yourself from is the unknown is exposure, is um, stepping into a new level of life where you feel like you have less familiarity and therefore less control. And you're like, okay, but if I give up procrastinating and being full of excuses and quitting on myself all the time, if I give up all my self-doubt, if I give up my fear, how will I be safe? How will I play small? How will I protect myself in the world that I know if I give up those patterns of behavior? Because those patterns of behavior have allowed me to stay in a life, in a level, and in an environment that I know and understand. I know how to navigate it here. I might not be happy here, but I know what to expect, right? That's what that self-sabotage, self-protection does. I can thwart my goals and be disappointed and be sad and beat myself up, but I know exactly what will happen. Whereas if I give that up and I enter into this new level of life and expression and opportunity, I don't know what's going to happen. There's going to be people I've never met. There's going to be exposure I've never had like access to. What if this goes really well and then all of a sudden all these people see me and, and now I have to deal with negative comments? Or what if I get a bunch of opportunities and I don't know how to say no to these opportunities and I get too busy? What if I burn out, right? Like there's all these what ifs. There's That's like the, the, the texture of fear of success under there is I don't know what will happen. There may also be what if I bomb, right? Like what if it goes back? badly? What if I get a bunch of negative feedback? What if, what if I suddenly start getting a lot of exposure and then people from my past show up and start talking badly about me on the internet, right? Like there's all these things that can come up for us when we think about stepping into a new level. What if I get a new job with new responsibilities and it's really hard for me and all of my fixed mindset stuff that says I have to, I'm either good at things or I'm not gets exposed. Uh, and then I suddenly have to grapple with self-esteem stuff about feeling not good enough, right? There's all these things that are under the surface around if I leave my safe little bubble of procrastination, self-sabotage, self-doubt, thinking badly about myself, backing away from opportunities. If I stop doing that, I will not be safe because I don't know what's on the other side of this next level. And this card says, knock it off. This card says you need to trust life, right? Life is wild, but it is also wise. And nothing is going to happen to you, through you, for you. Hi, Paco, I love you. Nothing, that's my teacher, everybody. Every time Paco hops on, I have to just acknowledge that my teacher is in the building. Paco, I, I say your name in all of my classes. I think about you, I miss you, I love you. Um, so... Sorry, my heart got warm for a second. I got distracted. Ah, yes. Life is wild. It is also wise. Nothing is going to happen that you cannot handle. Nothing is going to happen that you will not be able to navigate. Nothing is going to happen that's going to ruin everything. Nothing is going to happen that you will not. <laughs> Lily, who's in my classes, she does. I do. I talk about you all the time, Paco. When I'm about to do something hard after we already did a bunch of hard things, I say, can I start my class now? In your honor. I also tell them all the time, hold your abs and God will help you. Um, and dynamic bows. <laughs> Everybody, if you can find Paco Gomes, 
His G-O-M-E-S-0506. Go follow him. He doesn't post a lot, but he, he's a delight. Okay, let me, let me try to stay focused. This is the danger of doing lives is that I get too delighted uh, when I see who hops on and it's very hard for me not to comment and get myself back to where I need to be. <sighs> okay, nothing is gonna happen that you can't handle. You do not need to be afraid of life. You do need to let go of the control a little bit, my love. Right, all of this, all of this holding ourselves back, the fear, the doubt, the playing small, the negotiating, the excuses, the maybe I need to do X, Y, Z first. Maybe I need to go get more certifications first. Maybe I need to go get more trainings first. Maybe I need to learn new skills first. Maybe I need to change my body first. Maybe I need to move my houses for all those things that seem so logical. All of these things that we do to keep ourselves in the same level, they're all about control and that makes sense, right? We like feeling like we know what's gonna happen. And especially if you have a trauma history, feeling like you know what's gonna happen is a big part of how we keep our nervous system regulated. And if that's a, an area where you struggle, I cannot recommend highly enough getting the support you need in order to expand your capacity to deal with discomfort so that you can do the shit you need to do in this life. Whether that is getting a coach, hi, I'd love to work with you, or getting a therapist, or a combo of a coach and a therapist, getting into community, getting into group, whatever it is you need to do to be able to resource your nervous system enough to withstand the discomfort of the unknown, that's what's required for you to do anything big in this world. And thinking that you're gonna fix it inside and then do big things is not how it works. You're gonna have to get out there and start doing the things and let all of the scary thoughts and feelings come up and then navigate them as you're doing the thing. That's just like, unfortunately, that's how skill building works, right? That's what we're doing here. So you are feeling on the verge of the expansion and you're starting to go back into the old patterns, the excuses, the maybe not yet, the procrastination, the sabotage, the doubt, the fear, you're wanting to cling, you're wanting to stay safe. The thing that you asked for is here and now it's confronting and scary because now you actually have to do some shit. You need to do the shit. You need to surrender to the flow of progress in your life. You need to be an active participant in the flow of expansion and progress in your life. You asked for this, now here it is. Now you gotta play the game. So what's the block? This card came up, I believe, in a different position last reading, and so that's kind of interesting. It's kind of moved up in the reading. The block is uh, the perfection of your life. The block is that right now, things are not necessarily going the way you wanted them to go, the way you thought they would go. So maybe you asked for a bunch of stuff and it's coming, but it's not coming the way you thought. The way that it's coming feels like disruption. The way that it's coming feels like breakups. The way that it's coming feels like endings. Hello, Scorpio season. Hello, eclipses. So you asked, please remove everything from my life that's holding me back from my next level. And all of a sudden, like your friends are leaving and you're breaking up and you're going to quit your job or you got fired, right? There's like, oh, I asked for this, but I didn't think it was going to happen like this. And it feels chaotic. It feels like a mess. It can also be an inner storm. It can be like, I asked for all this stuff and now all of a sudden I'm like, I'm depressed and I'm angry and I'm really like feeling all of these negative feelings. Like what's going on? Well, what's going on is that you asked for everything that was holding you back to be cleared and everything that was holding you back is all of these feelings inside you. And so spirit said, bet, <laughs> here you go. Like here's all of the shit you need to work on in order to expand. And now you're like, wait, oh God, why am I having all these negative feelings? Cause you asked for them. You just didn't realize that that's what you were asking for. That happens a lot. Um, so the block is, you're like, okay, I asked for all these things and now what I'm getting is a bunch of stuff that feels hard and it feels like chaos and it feels like bullshit and it feels like endings and it feels scary. And life says, yes, that's what change feels like sometimes. The perfection of your life talks about what a storm looks like from above, right? When you're in the storm, feels like chaos, feels like destruction, feels like the world is on fire, feels like everything is ending. When you're looking at a storm right on the news where they show like a weather pattern from above and it looks like crystalline and pristine and like sacred geometry and it looks so beautiful, that's what's happening in your life. There is a sacred geometry to the fall apart. It is happening because it's meant to happen. And um, I'm so sorry, they just started sawing outside. Um, 
this was not a scheduled tree trimming time. I was not expecting them to be here. So I'm sorry if you can hear saws outside. That's what's happening. This is also the perfection of our life. <laughs> Can't stop the show, man. We just got to keep rocking. So from above, from the perspective of spirit, from a 30,000 foot view, if you could just imagine looking at your life from an airplane for a second, can you potentially see how all these things that have maybe been coming up that feel disappointing or feel like they're not the way you wanted things to go, the things you wanna to cling to, the things you wanna stop from happening, the unpleasant feelings, how maybe those are all the process of getting to the thing you asked for? Can you maybe see that when you look from above? Can you maybe see the perfection in the fall apart? Can you maybe see the perfection in the endings, right? Life is wild, but also wise. It is bringing us exactly what we need to get to what we asked for, even if it doesn't look like what we thought it was going to look like, and even if we don't like it, and it's uncomfortable, and it hurts. I say this a lot, and this is my perspective on how spirit works. We're the ones who judge things good and bad, positive and negative. We're the ones who say, I like this, I don't like that. I have expectations and I want things to go a certain type of way. Spirit doesn't see that. Spirit just sees the fastest way to get you from here to there. That's all spirit cares about. So spirit says, okay, you asked to get from here to here. The fastest way for me to get you there is to clear a bunch of people out of your life real quick. The fastest way for me to get you there is to get you fired from your job so that you have to start your business. The fastest way for me to get you there is to send a flood, right? Like... It's not, it doesn't always look pretty. And we're like, oh my God, this is a disaster. This hurts so bad. This is bad. This is not how I wanted this to go because we're judging things in the moment from our experience. And that's not what's necessarily taking place, right? So if we can take this higher view, this 30,000 foot view, we can look down from above and say, is it possible that the things in my life right now that feel like endings, that feel like chaos, that feel difficult, are exactly what needs to happen in order to clear things away to get me to my next level. That's where the growth is going to happen. If we can stop focusing on how hurt and upset we are that things aren't going our way and start considering that the way that things are going is for our unfolding, that's the block that's standing between us and our next level right now. So if we do that, what's the gift that comes out of taking that perspective? Boom, it is spirals of manifestation. Now this card I love, I love cosmic wisdom because there are things that I swear I thought of when I was very young that I've been saying for decades and then I read other people's spiritual work and I'm like, okay, many people have come to this over time. So for a long time I've said like growth is not linear, of course, and it's not circular and it's not even like a hodgepodge, it's spiral. And what I mean by that, if you imagine a spiral that starts in and it loops out, 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 is that we will keep encountering the same types of challenges, the same types of contrast, the same types of problems, quote unquote, over and over again in our life. And we measure our growth and how we handle that type of challenge this time. So maybe in the past, this type of challenge would have devastated you, would have taken you out, would have caused you depression. And now you're like, oh, I recognize this type of challenge and I also see myself navigating it differently. That's how I can measure my growth along the spiral. Um, we encounter the same types of people, right? The same basic human emotions. This is loss, this is rage, this is grief. And now, how am I different? How am I different? How am I different? And if you keep handling the issue the same way, you're not really growing on the spiral. That's when you are in a loop, something to consider. In spirals of manifestation, the suggestion is that our evolution is happening in this spiral pattern as well. And sometimes we're so focused on what we want and we get into our 3D trap of thinking that progress and growth are linear and we're looking ahead and we don't see the thing we want ahead. And so we're getting more and more frustrated and feeling more and more stuck that the thing we want isn't right in front of us. You know why it's not in front of you? It's because it's right around the next curve on the spiral. 
it's to your right, it's to your left, it's adjacent, it's right around the bend. And so the gift that's coming from you shifting your perspective right now is actually that the thing you want is so much closer than you think it is. You've been so focused on all the things that aren't going your way that you are vibrating at the level of the things that aren't going your way. You are attuned and aligned to the things that aren't going your way. You're spending all your time trying to fix a problem. What happens if you stop trying to fix the problem and just turn over here? Does it turn out that the thing you want is right there? It fucking might uh, and frequently does. And we can think about this even in more practical terms. Think about when you're trying to problem solve something at home or at work or you're, even you're in a difficult conversation and you hit the point where you're like, let's just take a break. Let's set this aside. I'm not going to get any farther. I've hit a wall. I'm frustrated. I'm tired. I'm hungry. We need to halt. Uh, we need to step away. We need to go have a snack. We need to have a nap. We need to sleep on it. We need to take some space. We need to go get creative and come back. And then we're like, oh the solution was right there. I just couldn't see it from where I was. That's maybe a point that you're at in your life. So you've been so focused on the things that are disappointing, hurting, frustrating, not working, that it feels like what you want is farther away than ever. It's actually super fucking close. And when you move through this block, you take this 30,000 foot perspective and say, okay, I surrender. Life, I surrender. If I need to feel the feelings, I'm feeling the feelings. If I need to have the difficult conversations, I'm having them. If I need to bless and release the things that are leaving from my life, I let them go with an open heart. I trust that something else is coming for me. I'm open to it. I surrender. Let's go. Let's take a break from focusing on the problems. And what do you know? Right around the next bend is the thing that you've been asking for, the thing that you've been praying for, the thing that you've been calling in. So if that doesn't make it worth it to you to remember to remember, to remember that life is always happening for you and through you and not to you. I don't know what could be a better reminder. What you want is right on the other side of you turning away from putting all of your energy on what's disappointing you and what's not working. So guidance for dealing with the outside world during this time. The guidance for dealing with the outside world during this time is beyond the mind, the heart beats. This card has also come up for us in a recent reading. I don't remember which one, but I know it's come up for us pretty recently. This card is about the battle between head and heart. And we live in a culture that tells us that we need to check our emotions at the door, that we need to use our head, that we need to be logical, that we need to process through decisions logically, that we need to weigh the pros and cons of things, right? We need to be smart about things. We gotta be strategic, however, that is only one kind of intelligence. That is only one kind of knowing. It is only one kind of goodness and it is not better or more advanced than the knowing of your heart. It is not better or more advanced than the knowing of your gut. It is not better or more advanced than the knowing of your inner guidance system and your inner wisdom. It is just one way of knowing. It is not the best, right? So being put in this society that tells us that our intellectual knowing is the best type of knowing puts us at a disadvantage for recognizing all of the other types of deep, deep wisdom and goodness that are inherent in ourselves and in our bodies and in our spiritual awareness. So you may have been at war with your head and your heart for a long time over this level up that you're asking for. You've been weighing out the pros and cons. You've been trying to make the strategies. You've been trying to make the plans and things aren't going the way that you want. And your heart keeps being like, over here, <laughs> it's over here, go this way. And you're like, but that doesn't make any sense. And the people around you are like, that way doesn't make any sense, right? You're like, oh, I'm going to quit my job and start a business. And your heart's like, that's the answer. That's why we're not happy here. And everyone around you is like, you can't do that. That doesn't make sense. You got to make a strategy. You have to have a fuck you fund. You have to make a plan. Or you're like, you know, I want to move cities for opportunities. And I feel like it's only really going to happen for me if I get over there. And I don't know anyone over there. And I don't know why this keeps coming up for me. But I really kind of feel inside like that's what I'm supposed to do. And everyone's like, that makes no sense. You don't know anybody there. Aren't you going to be sad if you're away from your family? All these things, right? The heart is wise. The heart knows, the intuition knows, the gut knows. And at a certain point, it doesn't matter how many plans, how many strategies you make, 
things are going to go the way they're going to go. And we know that because of the way that things have been unfolding with the stuff that feels like a mess. You cannot strategize, think, or plan your way out of life doing what life do. Period. So at a certain point, you're going to have to stop trying to outsmart life by planning everything and having a meticulous strategy. Also, a lot of times, right, our meticulous strategies are about uh, protecting ourselves, right? It's another way that we can maintain control. If I can come up with the perfect plan, then I can prevent anything bad from happening to me. No, you can't. No, we can't. Unfortunately, I wish we could, but it does not work like that. Life is gonna life. And you can do everything right your entire life and get hit by a bus tomorrow. Like, we just cannot... There's no right way to execute things that will avoid us ever having challenges or negative reactions. That's just not how things work. So if you've been in this battle between your head and your heart for a long time and trying to stay in this planning, strategizing, intellectual, make it make sense on paper um, thing, you got to let go of that. And because this is the card that's coming up in the position of how to deal with other people during this time, my feeling is that there's people in your life, well-meaning people who might love you, who are kind of saying like, hey, the thing you want or the thing you want to do doesn't make sense. And you may need to, uh, this is coming through in the next card, we'll talk about this in a second, you may need to back away from telling some of those people what you're going to do. I say on this thing a lot, like don't tell your hater friends your plans. And sometimes your hater friends are like your mom and your family. And it's not because they're actual haters. It's not because they don't want to see you succeed. It's because they, they're scared for you, right? And they want you to be safe and they want you to be happy and they want you to be healthy and they want things to go well. And they know what they're afraid of. And so they want to project their worries, their concerns, their fears onto what you've got going on because they want to make sure you're okay. And while we can uh, love and appreciate the, um, the intention that that's coming from, it can be really difficult. You're like, I'm already doing so much stuff to try to just trust myself and go forward on what I want. I really don't need you to ask me if I am worried about money. Yes. I am. Thank you for checking. But now it's now I'm more worried because you said that, right? Aren't you worried everything's going to go badly? Yeah, I am. Thanks. Shush. Stop it. So sometimes we need to just like take a break from telling certain people what it is we're working on. Um, because even while they're well-meaning, we know they're not going to say something that's helpful and beneficial. The people in your life who encourage you to follow your heart, the people in your life who validate your inner knowing the people in your life who come with how can I help those are the people we want to talk to right now we want to talk to our heart focused <laughs> community over the people in our life who no matter how much they are well-meaning they may try to kind of talk us out of what we're, we want to do because they want us to use our heads right love them those are not the people to be in touch with right now also is coming to understand in ourselves that there is a time and a place for strategy, but actually like shifting our orientation so that our mind, our strategy, our planning, our strategic thinking is in service of our heart and our intuition, not the other way around. That's where that alliance gets really beneficial. Heart gets to go out front and say, I'm going to do this big, scary thing that is my soul's calling on this planet and it's what I really want to do and it's what's really important to me. Brain, fall in line, come up with a plan that helps us do this. And then brain's like, got you, let me get to work as opposed to letting brain lead and having heart say, but wait, like I don't want to do that. I want to do this other thing. So when we can let heart come forward, when we can let heart lead and then put brain in service of heart, put brain in service of gut, that's where that alliance gets really strong and powerful. That's where we start to sharpen our intuition. That's where we start to build our self trust. That's where we start to see that we can consciously co-create our reality. And that's where things get really juicy and delicious. And so that's what's being asked of us right now. And again, to surround yourself with people who support that in you and assist you with that versus surrounding yourself with people who might try to talk yourself out of what you want or what you're trying to do. This feeds really directly into the message from our higher self. This came up in the last reading too. Um, releasing allegiances. This is about backing away from others for a little bit so that you can just focus on yourself. And it's not out of coldness. It's like you've spent so long 
doing what other people want you to do, what other people think is safe. I've worked with a lot of clients who hit adulthood and realized they spent their entire life doing what everyone else wanted to do and playing the role their family wanted them to play. I'm gonna sneeze. Excuse me. Excuse me, sorry, bless me. Um, playing the role that their family wanted them to play and doing the things that society told them to do. Being a good girl, being a good boy, being a good Christian, being a good whatever, like doing all the things they've been told to do and they have not lived the way they want to live and actually hits the point where they don't even know what they like anymore. They just know that they're unhappy. Uh, and that may be the point that you're in if you're in this protect perfection of your life phase where you're like, I keep going for stuff and it's not working. Well, are the things that you're going for the things you want? Or are the things that you're going for things that you think you're supposed to want, things that everyone else has told you to want, things that you've spent your life being told you will want, but you actually don't. And if that's what's happening, the reason it's happening is because the plans are not gonna work anymore. Like your life is now demanding that you tap into you, to your spirit, to your intuition, to your guidance, and you figure out what it is that you really want in this world and from this life and from yourself. You got to figure out what it is that's really going to work for you. And right now, the only way to really do that is to release some of the allegiances that you feel to these other people. It is great to love people. It is great to honor people. It is great to want your family and your friends to be happy and to feel taken care of. It is not great to do that at the expense of who you know yourself to be, what you want from this life. Uh, you incarnated into your body to do a very specific set of things on this planet. And if you spend your entire life trying to shove that down and ignore it in favor of making other people happy, you won't loop right that back through that revolving door and come right back here to do it again because that's not what we came here to do i really don't believe that's what we came here to do these other people in your life they came here to live their lives you came here to live your life you have a certain set of gifts and skills and talents and calling on your spirit of things that you're meant to do during your time on this planet and if your feeling of I think often it's a, it can be like, it feels kind of positive because it feels like a sense of duty and obligation and love and loyalty to people. And those can feel like really good things. And in general, they are until they tip over into the point of codependency and self-sacrifice. We can love people and we can honor them and we can care about them and we can want the best for them and still say, and I have to do what I'm here to do. I have to be myself. And if you're unable to love me and honor me and support me in that pursuit, we have a different relationship problem. And sometimes that's what we don't want to look at because that's really scary. Like, oh, this love is conditional and you're only going to love me in this way if I make you happy and do what you want. You're not capable of loving me if I'm me. That's a, an incredibly painful thing to reckon with, especially if we're talking about family. I know I have that wound. I know a lot of people have that wound in that life experience of being like, oh, you really will only quote unquote love me if I do what you want. But once I start living the way that I want to live, we're going to have problems. And so I can either continue to sacrifice myself to stay in relationship or I can sacrifice the relationship to stay with myself. I know which one I think is better. I'm going to place that on your altar and let you decide what to do with it. But the message from your higher self right now is that it's time to focus on you and get to know yourself again, get to know what you love, what you care about, to nurture yourself. You can see the figure on this card is wrapped in this inner hug. They're nude to life, they're naked to life. They're like, I'm here, I'm vulnerable, I'm open, I'm raw, and I'm nurturing myself, protecting myself, taking care of myself, pouring love into myself. All the energy, all the time, all the money, all the effort that I'm currently pouring out into other people and into other relationships to make other people People happy I'm gonna give that to myself for a period of time not because I don't love you and not because I'm mad but because I really need it I need all these resources for me right now and 
I can come back into relationship later, stronger, better, more clear on who I am and how I want to navigate these relationships if I give myself time to do that. I don't want to overlook the fact that we are also talking about the holiday season. And so if some of this is about like maybe maybe we ain't going home this year, maybe we're going to let some people down, maybe we're going to say, hey, I, I can't spend the money that it costs to travel for the holidays because I need that money for the thing that I'm trying to do and I understand that you're not going to like it, but that's what I need to do and I really want your support on this maybe it's stuff along that lines maybe it's I can't come home for the holidays because every time I do everybody fights and it really hurts me and it takes me months to recover and I'm trying to build some things for my life and when I'm around this dynamic it's not good for me maybe that's what we're looking at as we're coming into the holiday season who do we need to say no to so that we can say yes to our healthiest most vibrant, most alive self so that we can follow our heart a little bit more. Um, I know sometimes for, for a lot of us, there's a thing of like, it feels quote unquote easier to go along with what other people want of us and, because we're like, well, I can handle the pain of that. Uh, what I don't want to deal with is the argument, is the conversation, is the disappointment, is the reaction. It feels easier to just go along with what you want so that I don't have to endure you having a negative reaction to me asserting a boundary or saying no or doing what I want to do. It's not actually easier. It's just slowly eroding your sense of self-protection. It's slowly eroding your self-trust, your confidence that you're going to have your own back and that you're going to advocate for yourself. Uh, it's showing yourself my needs come last. I will always put myself last. I will always allow myself to be in situations and dynamics where I'm uncomfortable and don't feel protected, loved, or taken care of in favor of making other people happy because I don't deserve to have my needs advocated for. And if we grew up in a family dynamic that uh, asks us to play a role, uh, that can be real deep because we were really taught growing up that um, our needs didn't matter as much as um, everyone playing their part. And that can be some heavy unlearning. So that may be some of what's coming up for you during this season. And if it is, my heart is with you. I'm going to be home on the holidays too. So we can chat. Um, so our final message here, the final outcome is trust yourself. Trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself. I love this card so much. You can see that there's a, a person here with just wildness and plants and snakes and things growing out of them. And this card wants to, the spirits want to remind you that you know how to grow. You know how to grow. Your heart beats without you telling your heart to beat. Your body is breathing without you telling your body to breathe. Your hair is growing without you telling your hair to grow. Your nails are growing without you telling your nails to grow. You know how to grow. And even if it feels right now like you don't know how to get to the next level, you don't know how to do this thing that you're trying to do, yes, you do. You can trust that you do. You know how to navigate life. You know how to unfold. You know how to be with challenges. You know how to rise to meet them. Uh, you do know how to grow and you're doing it right now. So even if it feels like you're stuck and even if it feels like things haven't been happening in the same way it doesn't feel like your hair is growing and it doesn't feel like your nails are growing, they are, you are, it's happening. It's all happening for you right now and you can trust that it's happening and you can trust that it will keep happening. You can trust that if you take these steps into doing what you really want to do, even though it's going to mean giving up being what you feel is safe, right? You're no longer going to be able to keep playing small. You're going to have to expose yourself to this higher voltage experience of life. And it may mean having some difficult conversations. It may mean focusing more of your energy on yourself. It might be uncomfortable in the doing. You can trust yourself to navigate that and you can trust your inner knowing that it is what is needed in order for you to get to the thing you want. Temporary discomfort, right? We, I think it was in the last reading a card came up about thinking about your long-term happiness and playing a little bit of a longer game. This is the time for that. You can trust that the things you need to grow through, the things you need to expose yourself to during this period that might feel uncomfortable are for the unfoldment of what you ultimately want and they will work in the long term. Uh, you can trust yourself to know how to navigate those things. The shadow for the season is release. 
I get the picture of a little emotional hoarding, a little identity hoarding happening here. I don't like letting things go. I don't like letting relationships go. I don't like endings. I don't like changing contexts with people. I don't like leaving things. I don't like throwing things away, right? If you're one of those people who has a box in your closet full of cards from elementary school, you know what I'm talking about. The shadow is we don't like to let go. We don't like to release things, even if those things aren't serving us. And there's a deep scarcity there that says, what if there's nothing else? What if I let go of this thing and there's nothing else on the other side of it? And again, this is about trusting life. That's not how life works, right? Life keeps lifing until you're not lifing anymore and then something else happens. Um, but as long as we're here, there's gonna keep being a next opportunity and a next opportunity and a next person and a next friend and a next town we could move to, a next place we could live, a next stage of our career. There's always a next. As long as you're breathing, as long as you're here, there's another opportunity just around that next spiral don't be so afraid to let things go that you are missing out on all of the nexts that are available to you in this life there are more things that you could be amassing collecting experiencing if you could make room for them at a certain point just like in your house it will get hoarded if you never throw things away and if you keep allowing more and more and more and more and more and more items to come in you're gonna wall yourself in it's gonna go from being a like nesting feeling to being a boxed in claustrophobic feeling and then it'll feel like there's too many things and you can't get out of it and that starts becoming a spiral we gotta let things go. We gotta have some ease and some lightness. The image for this um, shadow is the frog. And the book talks about how frogs, this is a little gross, every week they shed their skin and then they eat it. <laughs> but this talks about like nothing is wasted, right? We let things go for a purpose and they come back in, things come back in. The things that we're releasing actually nourish us and nurture us to prepare us for what's coming next. It's not wasted just because it's over. It's not wasted just because we let it go. We let it go and we take the good from that thing, the lessons, the growth, the expansion from that experience. Even if all we learned is I never want that again, we take that with us into the next spiral. And that is how we grow. That is how we notice how we're different the next time a similar situation comes around is by taking what we need from that experience, being willing to let go of the things that aren't working for us and to keep moving forward or in a spiral fashion, if you will. So the invitation, the journaling for this season, the prompt that I want to give you is to do an itinerary, to really sit down and look at, I, I like doing this in a wheel of lifestyle. You can go like, okay, with my body, with my health and fitness, with my friends, with my career, with my family, with my romantic life, with my home. What is not serving me anymore? What could I let go of? What would I like to come in to take its place? And really go through every area of your life and look at where am I holding on to stuff that maybe I don't love anymore out of fear that this is the best that I could get. Because that's where the shadow work is to be done. Where am I clinging to this out of fear that this is the best thing I can hope for? That's gonna show you where your belief set point is at around that area of your life and maybe there's some unpacking, maybe there's some expansion to be done in that area to let you know, this is not all you can hope for. This isn't the best it's ever gonna be. It's not this or nothing. It's this or everything else. It's not this person or no one. It's this person or everyone else. There are 7 billion people on this planet. Some of them are gonna be right for where you're headed. There are billions of opportunities on the planet. Some of them are gonna be right for your heart and your dreams and your desires. But the only way we get to experience those new things is by letting go of the things that we're holding on to out of fear that that's all we're ever gonna be able to have. What you have now is not all you're ever gonna have, I promise. So that is our reading for Scorpio season. Um, I don't usually do this, but Steven Taylor film, thank you. First of all, I want to say like, I've been really appreciating your like little summary recaps in the chat and pulling out those quotes. That's really, really beautiful. And also whoever's still here, uh, if you want to ask a question, uh, I'll do a single card poll. I think I have time for two. Um, so I, I have a little space today. I'm feeling generous today. Um, 
If you want to ask some questions, ask some questions. While those questions are coming in, um, what are my announcements? Uh, I announced this up top, but I'm saying it again. Going forward, these live videos of these readings are going to be moved over to my YouTube channel at Intuitive Edge Coaching on YouTube. The other thing I want to share with you right now is we're coming into the end of the year. I am have opened the doors for my 2024 coaching programs. So best year yet is my year-long, very intimate one-on-one -on -one coaching and mentorship program. I'm only taking five people this year. And it's a really great opportunity for you and I to work together. If you were listening to this reading and thinking, oh, I don't have a person who's there to advocate on behalf of what my heart wants and to help support me through going after the things I want, hi. I would love to be that person for you. Uh, and best year yet is three sessions a month, boxer support in between, access to every course and live event that I do during the year, access to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Coven and all of the courses and group programs that happen inside there. It is the most in-depth, private, intimate way for us to work together on your life or your business. If you sign up in October, you lock in the 2023 price and you get November and December coaching free and a 14 month payment plan. If you join in November, you get December coaching free and a 13 month payment plan. In December, the price is going up by $5,000 uh, and you would start in January and have a 12 month payment plan. So the earlier you sign up, the better. And if you opt into paying in full, you also will get a, a CEO day included, which is like a mega six hour coaching session that we can use to get deep on kicking off our progress together for the year. So uh, five spaces are available for that. If that's something you're interested in, you can just comment best year yet, and I will send you a link to book a call, or you can hit the link in my bio. I have a couple questions in the chat. I didn't bring all the cards with me, so let me grab those. Be my unwilling to stand up. I just rolled to them. That's how I'm feeling today. Okay. How do I get my focus back? Okay, we're going to do all three of these. How do I get my focus back is question number one. Question number two is, am I making the right decision with my parents? And question number three is, how do you grieve the death of relationships that no longer serve you? I love those questions. Okay. So how do I get my focus back? On behalf of Isa. I have a feeling I already know what they're gonna say, which is look that way. How do I get my focus back? How does Issa get her focus back? How does Issa get her focus back? This is why I do all of this before. <laughs> Thing number one, it says is focus on the light. Focus on the things that are going well. I had a feeling that this was gonna be the, the tone of the answer. Put all your focus on the things that are going well. Uh, put all the things on the focus, uh, put all your focus on the things that are inspiring you. Um, put all your focus on the things that bring you joy. Um, it essentially says magic wants to happen for you now. Um, there is synchronicity and perfect timing and opportunities and information um, that are going to come towards you. And you're going to start feeling like you can't even go outside without running into somebody who wants to help you or a new opportunity or something really positive happening for you. Um, and there may be a little fear around the fact that like the level of success you're about to start experiencing is maybe a little outside of your current self-concept. And so it feels a little scary to allow yourself to receive this many successes and this many abundances and this much praise and this much joy and this much ease and this much delight. It might be just a little outside what you currently feel comfortable receiving. Uh, you might actually have, like we don't think that we have resistance to good things, but sometimes we really do have a lot of resistance to good things if they feel outside of our self-concept. So I would take a look at um, your receiving and when you focus on all of the good things and how like the things that are going really well, the things that feel really good, your pure intentions creating from the heart and it feels good and it feels easy, does that then give a kickback of fear, 
other shoes gonna drop shut that down that's not safe that's the place that needs a little bit of like a uh, love and expansion um, let's see mm. There is like a specific business example here that says, um, you need to, okay, so put your heart back on why you started your business in the first place, very specifically. Um, get reconnected to the pure and original motivation from your work rather than getting focused on money or influences or influence or like the external result factors. Um, if that's the stuff, the, the money, the power, the exposure, like that stuff, if that feels scary, overwhelming, or like it's not going the way that you wanted it to specifically, if we're talking about work focus, it asks you to get back to really reconnect to the heart of your business. Maybe some romantic business dates, maybe taking your business out to lunch, out to dinner, sitting down with your journal, do the tarot spread for connecting with the spirit of your business, ask your business how it's doing, ask your business what it wants really remember why you fell in love. Why did you start this thing in the first place? Um, the success that you're looking for is on the other side of reconnecting to what you, the love that you came into this process for in the first place. Um, the, uh, the other thing that this card talks about is sunflowers. You can see this person looking toward a big sunflower. The way that sunflowers purposefully turn their faces toward the light, that's what you're being asked to do right now. Stop focusing on places that feel like they're not working, things that feel like they're shut down, things that feel like they're difficult. Turn away from all of that and put all of your focus on the things that feel good and the things that are working. If you notice there's some shadow there around the things going that well, tend to that. Hope that that was helpful. That's the answer. Um, I just remembered, and I hate doing this, but I, I remembered that um, there was something I wanted to say in the reading for everyone. And so I'm just going to say it now, uh, which is, it was about spirals of manifestation, uh, feeling really far from what you want. Uh, that can also be about trying to rush the process of getting to what you want. It can be about trying to like rush your destiny and be like, Oh, why am I not there now? And you can't rush that. And there's a reminder in there. So any of you who feel like you're trying to rush destiny, um, I'm also tuning into Lily's question right now. Am I making the right decision with my parents? Um, if this is the right card, please give it to me. No, no. Okay, I'll take it. Thank you. Um, if you're in one of those people who gets impatient, I get impatient, right? I'm like, I want it now. I want it to happen right now. I want everything to unfold for me right now. That card talks about, um, like, if you're rushing to the bus, like, there's no point in rushing to the bus stop just to get there for 20 minutes and sit and wait for your bus. Like, rushing doesn't necessarily help. There's also a reminder in that card that like your life path is unfolding with other people's life paths and you getting there early might mean you miss, miss some of the cooperative people who are going to be there to help you. So like you don't need to rush the good things happening for you. So if some of the frustration that you've been feeling around the stuff you're calling in is it's not happening fast enough. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> Trust in timing. Uh, the, the problems with having a squiggly brain. Okay. Lily. <sighs> okay. I don't know what this means with your question which is why I almost gave the card back and asked for another one, but this one jumped out right as I was saying your question out loud, so I feel like this is the, the one. Um, okay, the card that came up here is inspiration, and this card basically talks about there's an idea that you have right now, and I'm guessing it's your idea about what you're going to do with your parents that has like really captured your focus. It's like this keeps being what you're thinking about, that this is the thing to do. And 
it feels really big and kind of scary. And this, you like know that this is going to be the right thing for your creative and spiritual growth, but it feels intimidating. It feels big. It feels heavy. The totem on this card is a bee and it's because bees are able to carry a body that's like really, really large and heavy compared to their wings. Um, but their wings are moving so fast that they become very light and so this talks about how like this idea that you're having, this this thing that you're thinking about might feel like a really big substantial thing that's going to feel difficult. Um, but essentially what it, the card wants you to know is that you're going to attract people in who will help you with this process. You're going to attract um, friends, support therapist, right? Like whatever it is that you need to go through this thing, you're not going to have to do it alone and you're not supposed to do it alone. And when you do this difficult thing, you will attract helpers, um, that will support the success of this vision, uh, and that will help with your own growth and development. Um, Essentially, like there are going to be synchronicities and people and situations and opportunities that start showing up to help you make whatever this thing is navigable possible for you. Uh, this thing is going to feed and nourish not just you, but other people on their creative and healing paths as well. It has the quality of a mission. Uh, not just for you, but for the other people who are going to come in and help you with it. Um, this idea that you have is coming from the greater creative inspiration of the universe. And uh, it wants you to know that everything that you're going to need to make this thing happen, this situation go the way you want it to go, is going to make itself known at the right time. And you just need to be open and receptive and trusting and enthusiastic about what is going to come through for you. Everything that you're going to need in order to be okay on the other side of this will come through for you. Um, this also says that you personally are a vehicle for inspiration and manifestation. You are meant to do things differently and you are capable of doing things differently maybe than they've been done in your family before maybe than you've seen them done around you there is a great uh intelligence about you and the way that you want to do things in your life and this inspiration in you comes directly from source you are very tapped in you can trust that it's coming from source and believe in and recognize the signature of great intelligence coming through you toward life uh so this basically says believe it says B-E-E, -E, believe, believe in yourself, believe in your idea, believe that this is going to go okay. Um, there's a prayer here that says, I commit myself, body, heart, mind, and soul to that which will illuminate me with golden inspiration and uplift me and those around me with love. I am open to receive all the support and protection needed to truly honor this commitment. So be it. Uh, I hope that that was helpful. I'm not sure what the situation is. So without knowing, that's what I've got for you. Uh, and then the last question, how do you grieve the death of the relationships that no longer serve you? How does Stephen in particular grieve the death of relationships that no longer serve him? Oh. Hmm. Okay, so two cards jumped and I'm just gonna give you both of them. One was follow your own rhythm and the other is the shock of the new. Follow your own rhythm is about your 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 heartbeat, quite literally. Quite literally. Um, there is a life force in you that is connected to all of the world, that is connected to nature, that is connected to the universe and it says when it feels like something is dying right you asked about grief about relationships when you feel like something is dying when it's falling away it's no longer needed it has served its usefulness it has served its purpose and you can sense when it is time to lay that thing to rest and to allow it to transition and it can be 
agitating and make you feel restless when life is asking you to do something new. Um, but also you know that like you are marching to your own beat and that no one else can tell you what your rhythm is. I also want to say, because we're talking about grief, no one else can tell you how long to grieve. No one else can tell you how long or how short you should be sad about the things that you need to let go of. No one else can tell you how long this process should take. Sometimes I think with grief, especially because it's unpleasant, we want to be like, okay, but have I grieved long enough? I've been sad about this thing for a year. I've been like, this has been so hard for me for months. I just want it to be over. And again, we can't necessarily rush that process. Or maybe there's other people around you who are like, you, this relationship wasn't even that long. Like, why are you still tripping about this? And you're like, but I just am. And no one else can tell you like what your rhythm about these things needs to be. Um, but you also need to trust in that grief, right? It's not this relationship or nothing. It's this relationship or everything else. You cannot miss what is meant for you. You can't. So if there's any doubt that like, oh no, in the ending of this relationship, am I missing out? Is this the wrong decision? There's no such thing. You cannot miss what is meant for you. So if this relationship is meant to come back together, it will, and you can trust that, but maybe only after you've done the grieving and the growing that you're both being called to do. Um, when it's time, like life moves in the cycles it moves in, right? When it's time for winter, it's winter. When it's time for spring, it's spring. When it's time for something to be over, it's over. And there's no amount of fighting that you can do. When it's time to be in grief, you're going to be in grief. And that's just what it is. And when it's time for you to move forward, you'll move forward. Um, trust that when you're being shown in yourself the rhythm of rest, take it easy, be alone, be with yourself right now. Even if that's uncomfortable, trust that that's the right rhythm. Uh, when it's like, hey, it's time to go out to dance, to be back out, out, to be meeting people, follow that. You're going to be drawn into the right experiences when it's time. Your needs are going to be met in harmony with you trusting your own rhythm. Um, the only thing you miss out on when you're not trusting your rhythm or when you're trusting your rhythm, the only thing you miss out on is anxiety, right? You can just let go of the anxiety that it's taking too long or too short, that you're not doing it right. You can trust your rhythm. Um, honor your need for rest and replenishment as well as your need for play. Uh, honor your needs for nature. If you need to be at the beach, if you need to go out, if you need to be in the woods, if you need to go to a lake, like make that time to go be connected to things that are bigger than you, to literally lay your burdens down at the feet of nature and to surrender some of those things, to do the healing that's on your heart to do. Um, and then also like to go out and like do fun stuff too. And like, go have adventures, go meet people, go connect, let things be light, let things be fun. When it feels time to do that, you get to be an individual and trust that your inner knowing about this process is correct. The other card that came up is the very next card in the deck. The unfolding of trusting your own rhythm will be the shock of the new, which is Whatever comes next for you might be so different than what you're used to that it feels a little unnerving and like you're like, I don't even know if I can handle this or how do I even know if this is right because it's so different than what I know. Um, this says like, go for that. Trust the strange beauty of life and allow yourself to let go of anything that like might make you be afraid that you're gonna be seen as weird or eccentric or bizarre um, for your choices. Like, that's okay, you just need to go for it. Um, there are stirrings of creative life force happening around you. So maybe you're kind of like right on the verge of moving out of grief and into going back out there and like trying to see what's new and what's possible for you. Uh, if you're, if you haven't felt it yet, it's coming. If you're already feeling it and it's making you nervous, it may be because there's part of you that knows that like what it's going to be like now after this grief process is so different than what you used to be like that it's almost a little bit scary. Um, and this essentially says like, that's okay. You're about to receive a lot of new and different energy in your life and it's going to be helpful. It's going to be 
meaningful, even if it seems small, right? So even this is just like little small interactions, like maybe it's just one date, maybe it's just one hangout, maybe it's just one friend, maybe it's just like an afternoon that you hang out with someone and you never see it again. Like let all of these experiences be meaningful, beneficial, and important for you right now. Um, even if they seem small, like pay attention to the new people that are showing up in your life right now because all of them are kind of lighting the way toward what is coming next. Um, a prayer for you here is I am supported through the shock of new things. I accept the beauty in everything that is foreign or strange as I know that it's bringing me new gifts, new wisdom, new life experience, and creative inspiration through unconditional love. So be it. So uh, I hope that that was helpful. And thank you all for hanging out with me a little bit extra. Um, and again, moving forward, these readings will be over on the YouTubes and not here. So if you enjoy them, please make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel at Intuitive Edge Coaching. This Instagram is going to be going dark in January. So let's stay in touch. Okay, love you. Bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time, so many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at Intuitive Edge Coaching. Have a great day.